way to other places like I'm surfing the internet. I got the hookup, just pay for if you make a thing to connect. And the day like I started with smoke clouds up in the air. Pass the blunt around and around like a ride in the world's fair. I would smell like cologne, posted up like all song. Most people read magazines, I even smoke when I'm on the throne. In my lifetime, I probably smoke 10,000 pounds. I'm a better to smoke game. I can fuck how that shit sounds. I call it IC and take my eyes and use the third. You happen to see me on the street, you know I'm high Thank you for joining me for episode number 19, Dream State. With Neptune being retrograde in the sign of Pisces and Uranus just going retrograde, I thought it may be a great time to jump into the dreams. And I have a special guest on tonight uh, who not only is an astrologer, but is also a dream interpreter. Her name is Damaris. Damaris. <laughs> Her name is Damaris. And, but everyone calls her D. Before I bring her on, for anyone living in the Atlanta area is in need of an oil change, contact my friend with Road Ready Detail and Oil Change, where success is the only option. He will pull up on your home or office and he will come to you. You can get in touch with Dave at www.get-roadready.com or email him at dave 84 at get-roadready at gmail.com. For the people in Louisiana area, if you don't feel like cooking tonight or you don't have time, order a pizza from Pizza Hut. They have a deal going on, $9.99 large pizza, up to three toppings, delivery or carry out. Contact your local Pizza Hut today. And with all that said, let's begin. How you doing, D? I'm doing okay. How are you, Paul? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, me and you've been talking back and forth for a while. Uh, honestly, you were probably one of the first people to buy one of my t-shirts online. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I love I, your t-shirts. Thank you, thank you. And uh, And I've been begging you to come on, trying to bring you on, and finally, you're here. Yeah, it's been uh, quite a while of you coaxing me into doing this, but I'm here now. <laughs> huh. Well, welcome to I Am Astrology Readings. Um, so, Thank you. Thanks for having me on. So, Dee, uh, where are you from? Well, I live in Texas right now, but I'm originally from California. Okay. Um, that's where you grew up? Uh, I spent uh, probably the first 12 years of my life in California and then moved to Texas. Okay. Have any siblings or anything? I have one sister. Older or or younger? Oh, she's my younger sister. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, What type of, how did you get into astrology? I originally got into astrology, um, by just re- you know reading the daily horoscopes in the newspaper and stuff like that. All right, all right. Um, when did you start taking astrology serious? More seriously, I, I guess around when I was eighteen, uh, I got that book that I think every astrologer has—the only astrology book you'll ever need. I don't know who the author is, but that that getting that book, just having an interest in astrology overall and then finding that at the bookstore, like 
really gave me a, a bigger picture of what astrology really is. And there's so much more to it than just the sun sign. That's a book I've never read. And uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, my uh, a guest of my uh, Reese Ever Reese, uh, the guest on episode seventeen, and Claudia both said that's the book they had. I never heard yeah. of the book. I never read the book. A lot of astrologers that I've met, like online, uh, talk about that book, and it's, it just seems like a really common popular book to you know it's definitely not the only astrology book i've ever needed but it, it, it it's full with a lot of good information it's a great starting point that was your uh entry into yeah entryway into okay right okay uh so how long have you been a practicing astrologer uh, yeah like professionally uh, uh, probably about five to seven years i started uh, doing astrology when my older one was, I don't know, around one or two. <laughs> She's right. big now, so. All right, all right. And uh, were you into the dream things uh, first and then to astrology or astrology and then the dream? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if I could really answer that. They, they, they kind of go hand in hand for me, like, to me, it's about symbolism, like what those things stand for, you know, like when you get into like, you know, just sun sign astrology, like the the things that, you know, Leo stands for, Taurus stands for, like it really, it really holds true to a lot of people. And so with that, I guess I kind of got into dreams and like, what does it mean to see those, you know, these types of animals and stuff in dreams and stuff too. Uh, there's a way that the subconscious mind, it has its own language. And to figure out that language, like in astrology, you have to figure out what the symbolism is behind that symbol. What, uh, I forgot to ask you, uh, what spirituality did you grow up in? Well, my mom raised us in the Church of Christ. All right. But she was very Catholic about it, okay. <laughs> having been raised Catholic herself. Uh, and my mm. dad is an atheist. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. How did that... How, how did that... <laughs> How did that kind of work out? Uh, well, it didn't. <laughs> no, I mean, as far as w with you, as far as here, you you have one very devout Catholic, and then you have somebody that's saying uh, none of that's true. Yeah, it was definitely a unique upbringing, to say the least. Uh, I went to church. Whenever my mom went to church, we all went to church. My dad usually stayed behind. It wasn't really his thing, and it's pretty boring. I yeah. can see why one would not really want to go. Uh, yeah, that, that's how that's how it was. <laughs> and, and and now uh, their child has kind of fell in the middle 
yeah some kind of alternative to both of those exactly you could say (laughs) you know i find that interesting find that interesting what um what uh race are you okay well there's another interesting question i'm uh my mother is mexican she's from mexico uh-huh. And my father's a white Caucasian. Oh, okay. Okay. Huh. So I'm somewhere in the middle too on that. All right. All right. All right. All right. And so when did you start leaving the Christian stuff and start getting into the dream and the astrology stuff? Well, I don't want to say that I uh, like left Christianity behind. Because I, I I think there is some truth in every religion around the world. You know, everybody's a little bit right. But everybody's also a little bit wrong. Yeah. Um, I don't know what, um, I, I guess you could say around the time I was 18 and started, you know, getting into that book and, you know, re- finding out more about astrology and just seeing how... Uh, it really holds true, for, you know, once you know people's placements, you kind of just see them as uh, a bunch of planets, and you know, they, that really colors their personality. Um, uh, yeah, I guess around that, around that time, I, you know, started focusing more on astrology, but I, you know, still went to church. I was, pre- you know, pretty devoted christian too at the time and i didn't really see a difference between um you know marveling at one of god's greatest creations the stars and you know going to church too and having a face do you still go to church no uh no all right and how 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 does your parents uh, feel about you being an astrologer? Uh, I think they're fine with it. Most of all, like I guess there was a little bit of pushback, like from like my mom's side. Like they have like more like Christianity. Um, but I don't know. I, it wasn't, you know, I, I know that a lot of astrologers like probably struggle with their faith and their family's faith and, you know, leaving leaving the church for astrology. But I, I, I won't say they were totally supportive, but they didn't give me a, a lot of crap about it either. Well, and the reason I'm asking you is because we never know who's listening. They might be right, right there on the fence. Uh, right. And just hearing what you have to say and what you went through about mm-hmm. it, and you know, may help mm-hmm. help somebody else. Right. You know, uh, Definitely. Really embrace embrace what they really want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I I definitely think people should go for the things that they want in life. All right. Now, with that being said, uh, let's get into the dream stuff. let's do it all right uh what actually is a dream so i guess there's a lot of debate on that in the scientific world um you know 
scientists do study dreams and maybe not the symbolism of them, but just what are they? Uh, in my opinion, I tend to see them as a reflection of your waking life and any emotions that you're having, any stress or happiness or anger, um, any skill that you learned or anything that happened that day is going to be reflected to you in a dream. Where do you think we go while we're dreaming? Ah, that's a good question, too. <laughs> um, baseline, you know, typical, typically speaking, I would say you're going into your subconscious. It is a, a deep meditation and you're in a very relaxed, calm state. Um, yeah, that, that's what I would say. Would you, do you think we would like, are in another dimension? Uh, you could say that. Uh, I don't know if we're, you know, actually physically in another dimension, but I definitely see it as a different world than the one that we're used to in our waking life. And, um, I, I know that some people talk about astral projection mm -hmm. and uh, uh, visiting other planets or other solar systems. I can't personally speak much to that, but that's out there too. Are dreams real? Yeah, dreams, dreams are real. I mean... It, there, they, you feel them as as real as you would feel your waking life. Like when you're having a dream, like that's your world. It's no one else's world except yours, and you're experiencing that world. Your adrenaline kicks up when you're having stressful or exciting dreams. Uh, your eyes in rapid eye movement and REM state are responding to, you know, what you are seeing in that dream. Um, some people act out their dreams even, like have physical manifestations, sleepwalking. Um, yeah, so I, I would say dreams are real. Like we are experiencing them as they're real and they're happening to us. Have you ever heard of that uh, guy, uh, San Guru? San Guru? Uh, San Guru. Uh, uh, I, I can't say. I don't know. Yeah, he's an so. uh, uh, Indian guy, and I've been listening to him a lot lately. And uh, mm -hmm. he told a joke uh, on, I was on a recording, and he mm -hmm. was talking about a, it was a monk, like a high up monk and who's always in a good mood. And one day he was in a bad mood. Yeah. And, and um, everybody, all the other monks were trying to, were scared to ask him what was wrong. And one monk finally um, at, uh, got up the nerve to ask him what was wrong. Yeah. And he said, uh, 
last night I dreamed that I was a butterfly and I was sitting on a flower and I was tasting the um the the nectar of the flower. Yeah. And the the other monk said, Well, what's wrong with that? It's a pretty dream. That's nice. Said, yeah, it sounds like a nice dream. <laughs> yeah. And he said, You fool. My what I'm sitting here trying to figure out is am I a butterfly dreaming that I'm a monk? Or <laughs> am I a monk dreaming about, about am I a butterfly? I can't figure out which one is real because I can taste the nectar in the flower. That, that is the question of life, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yes. So it goes along with, is you know, that goes along. Is with, this reality or is my dream state reality? Because in a dream state, we don't really remember consciously much about this reality. And in our waking state, we forget our dreams a lot. We don't even remember that they happened to us. Now, I'm, I'm actually glad you said that because I, for one, am one that don't remember my dreams. If There are a lot of people in your club, I'm sure. Is something wrong with me? No, nothing's wrong with you. Uh, it's pr actually pretty common that people don't remember their dreams, you know, like... If you want to look at it as a reflection of your waking life and your waking life is, you know, mostly routine or, you know, like few exciting things happen, you know, nothing too like crazy or out of the ordinary or devastating, then your dreams might be just the same a little bit. You know, you're just backing up information like you're downloading, you could say. And there's just, you know, not, not, not a whole lot really memorable maybe happened that night. If you are concerned about it and want to remember your dreams or, um, you know, just want to be convinced that you're not, you know, nothing's wrong with you, like you said, drink like three to five glasses of water, like right before bed. I guarantee you will wake up in the middle of the night, have to pee and have some weird dream just oh that was just you know you, you Wait, that was a, really would a dream would a dream come before the bathroom or after the bathroom well as you're getting up you know in the middle of the night you're not ready to wake up mm -hmm. and your body isn't either mm -hmm. so you the the sleepiness the you know the heaviness of sleep looms over you this is just a break in that I'm going to just go pee and get right back to sleeping. Uh, it it kind of helps you stay. You're not in a dream state, obviously, if you're waking up to go pee. But it kind of helps you, like, stay with that feeling a little bit. And you're able to recall, like, oh, I was roller skating or, you know, whatever you were doing. <laughs> so are you saying one of the tricks to remembering your dream is actually waking up in the middle of night right like if you want to like kickstart that like if you want results tonight do that and you know like maybe even keep a dream journal next, or, you know, just, just keep some paper by your bed and just write down like roller skating should i say you know just just like a one word you know because you're about to go back to sleep you don't want to stay up and write 
you know, I was in the mountains and skydiving. And then there was a way, you know, just write one word down to help like trigger that memory. Like, oh yeah, I, re I do remember roller skating. Cool. Would you, what, how about setting an alarm? Set an alarm? I don't like alarms. If you want to set an alarm, you can go for it, but. Well, well it's because, <laughs> it's because I'm the type of sleeper that once once my head hits that pillow, mm -hmm. you know, if I don't have to wake up and use the bathroom, which I normally don't, yeah, you know, I don't wake up until it's time to get up. <laughs> so in that case, yeah, I guess if you set your alarm a little bit earlier than what you're used to waking up, it might have the same effect. But really, what the trick is to do it in, in the middle of the night, where where you know the veil is still strong and and the and the bathroom thing is kind of a organic thing like yeah it. it's kind of, your body is just kind of like you know wake up slowly like you might start having dreams about going to the bathroom that's a big hint uh for us like come on get up body let's wake up slowly and go pee and then get right back to dreaming all right um now what type of things can dreams revealed to us um mostly like typically generally speaking uh i think it reveals like how you feel it reveals you to yourself like if you're repressing anything during the day if like for any reason it's not safe for you to express anger or sadness uh, a lot of times that comes up in a dream like you'll you know like you might be feeling all day like I gotta be strong or whatever but then uh, I have a lot of clients who dream of like I'm crying I'm crying in my dream it, it's a safe place to express those feelings that are not safe to express in the daytime or maybe that you're afraid to express for some reason uh anything that you're holding back a secret or you know anything that you might stress over i feel like you know these messages uh come through to show you that you know you're sad you need to deal with being sad or so, wait so you're saying that uh our dreams are uh, us dealing with our emotions? I, I believe so, yes. Mm. Huh. And, and, you know, that's a, a certain type of dream. There's lots of different types of dreams, or, and there's lots of different dream styles. Um, you know, it's very, very personal. You're the only person having that specific dream. I'm glad you said only person. Once I was listening to uh, somebody talk about dreams and they said uh, every person in your dream is an aspect of yourself. Yes. What did, what did they mean by that? So 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 if, I, if I'm dreaming and I'm dreaming that I went to the store and I talked to the butcher, the butcher is, a, is me too? Yeah, the butcher is you too. I mean, if you if you think about it, like you're the only person 
in your head. And when you're dreaming, you know, you use, you have two eyes for seeing outside. You have one eye for seeing inside. So that one eye is you too. Like it's just, it's creating different aspects of yourself and you see them as people in your everyday life. Huh. <laughs> is, so, that, so, is that a little trippy for you? <laughs> no, well, well, it leads to my next question. Okay. Uh, what about somebody that said, hey, I seen my, my, my mother came and visited me last night in my dream. Okay, so that that's another style of dream. Would, would it, that be? Is that an aspect of myself, or is so this, like did my relative if, see me? If your mother was living and no, you know, no, if I, she was just the same as every other person, then she would be an aspect of yourself. But I personally believe that if you have a relative who has passed on from your waking life, you know, in reality, they've really passed on to the other side. I 100% believe that we get visitations from the, from the dead. Huh. What would these visitations be then? What would, you, would they just, is that this, it's not a, a haunting, uh, what is that? No. They coming to give you a message, what, should, what they doing? Uh, I mean, it depends. It I, for everybody is different. Every everybody is so. I you're an astrologer. You you know how specific charts can get. People are just so different, and their relationships with the dead are different. So there's going to be all kinds of different ways that the dead speak to us. Um, personally, I'll let you know. I was about to say I, in your experience. I'll tell you about my experience. I, I have a grandfather who passed on uh, on my dad's side. Uh, he passed when I was, oh, maybe 13, 14, 15, somewhere in there. Um, and he lived in Nevada at the time. And we lived in Texas. And um, it was in the you know, middle of the school year and stuff. And like my dad didn't want to take us out of school to go to the funeral uh, or to the memorial. I don't, I mean, I, I didn't go. I don't know exactly what they had, uh, but I was feeling like sad. Of course, my grandfather had passed away. I was young and I, I had spoken to him like the day before hearing him like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go back to work tomorrow. And then passing. Um, so I was feeling sad, of course. And then also, kind of not guilty but like just I didn't get to say goodbye I didn't get to go to the funeral I didn't get to do anything you know like uh, I was just feeling bad all around and uh, I had a visit I believe I had a visitation from my grandfather uh, it's the dream sort of sort of started out like a memory of you know going to an event with my grandparents and and then getting split up from the group and then finding my grandfather again in the dream and then at that point it was like I love you I'm you know I'm here to say goodbye basically and um, don't feel bad you know for me the message was you know I love you and I miss you and I know you couldn't come don't feel bad I'm here um 
you know, thank you for thinking of me, basically. And it was like just a, a big hug in the dream. And and from, you know, I have to go now, basically. Like, so, so someone who is actually feeling bad that they were stuck on an airplane trying to get to their loved one's bedside or they didn't make it there, are you saying that their loved one actually can come and give them that goodbye with inside I, of the dream? Yes. Yeah. I, I, I believe so. And that's, and for me, I, for my grandfather, I would have to say, um, that's his style of appearing in my dreams. He always appears by showing me some memory that we shared together or, you know, that we shared as a family or um it, and, it, and it, it's just like a movie it's just like watching a movie of this memory that he's showing me and then suddenly he'll break character and and say something like isn't it nice that we can be together like this huh. it, it's kind of it's kind of weird <laughs> <laughs> it kind of like even in the dream i'm like whoa <laughs> like it was a memory and then suddenly he's like you know, breaking, breaking from the person who he was in that memory and, and, and bringing me up to speed, like in, in now, like I'm being modern with you now. Like, isn't it nice that we can be together like this? I'm like, Oh, it is kind of nice grandpa, <laughs> but it was a little creepy <laughs> how you break character like that. Huh? Oh, that's interesting. Can, um, What if, how about if someone says, I had a dream I was a dolphin? That I was a dolphin. Or a cat, or, uh, you know, we talked about people and people coming to visit. How about mm -hmm. objects and, you know? Uh, okay, well, I guess I could get into some of, like, wordplay in dreams um well i mean i mean is is an object really you like if you were you really that dolphin before we're getting the word play i just wanted to okay as, um, as far as being objects and stuff in dreams so it, it is you like if it's, it's the i mean everything in the dream is you i mean i, I don't know that it, it it makes more sense to talk about dreams just as the dream appears, it gets kind of complicated if everything in the dream is you. Hmm. Or <laughs> like, oh, I got a like question. That, or, essentially, or, that's true. But could, in, could in, that in, could that could that dolphin or that tiger or that could that be your spirit animal? Yeah, I suppose uh, some people. I, I I don't have a whole lot of experience with spirit animals, but I. Yeah, if you like maybe consistently dream of of being a certain animal, like you could maybe you were that animal in a past life too. There's another theory. Huh. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just with the subconscious. There's no there's no hard answers. I can't tell you. Yeah, I was just if, I was just throwing stuff out. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody who may be listening, they might have this question. Well. Hey, I had a dream. I was a frog. What's that mean? <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
I, I don't know that I, I, I can't think of any dreams that I've had personally where I was an animal and I also can't think of a client that I've had that was an animal in their dream. I, I, but you know, animals show up in dreams constantly. All right. Um, I was going to ask you now, uh, me as a regular person, um, I may not have access to you as a dream interpreter. So <laughs> how are, do you have any simple ways to help people with trying to figure out dreams? Uh, you you well, was about to go on the word, your word. Yeah, well, I was gonna say, first of all, like there's dream dictionaries, there's free online dream dictionaries that you can look up, you know, pretty much any symbol to figure out what it means. But uh, yeah, I'm on my next, what I'll talk about next is wordplay. You asked about um, like being a cat in your dream mm -hmm. or maybe seeing cats in your dream. Like your subconscious might be telling you that you're being catty. Mm -hmm. Calm down with that. <laughs> um, generally cats symbolize like femininity and you know the divine feminine power um before you before you uh continue with that can i ask you a question go for it um because you said you're being hey if you're a cat in a dream you're being catty does that mean my personality is being catty uh like or, or, or is it are dreams pe uh, present or talking about past? Like I, I think they're mostly talking about present, like, like right now, like what's happening right now in your oh. life. I mean, I guess I, it depends on the person. Like if the person is generally a catty person, all right, repeatedly they might have uh, recurring dreams of cats. Right. But just and, I mean, just a one time a cat. Yeah, dreaming of a cat doesn't necessarily mean that you're being catty. And um, you know, I was uh, going into like a few other things that uh, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to represent. Yeah. It, de it depends on you know the 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 setting of the dream, what the cat is doing in the dream, you know, how you're relating to the cat. Like, are you afraid of the cat? Are you happy the cat's there? Hmm. There's a lot of there's a there's a lot that goes into like specifically saying you know what that dream means oh all right all right so you got to take uh pretty much your dream and put it together like a puzzle yes it is very much a puzzle and i i like puzzles and it's you know you can get on a dream dictionary and find out what each symbol means but if you don't know how to put the pieces together you know, you, you're gonna need, you need a dream interpreter to put the puzzle pieces together. Oh, so that that person that comes in and says, "I had a dream that I was running, and then I fell off a cliff, and then I fell into some water, and then I start swimming, and then <laughs> you got to take all of that." Yes, it so. Uh, some people have a lot more dream symbols show up in one dream than others. You know, like some people have like really short, straightforward dreams. Some people have like really long, detailed dreams. So yeah, that 
all, every symbol, every color, every, you know, some people smell things in their dream. Some people like have really strong emotions in their dream. Like, they, you know, like the dream they're describing to me is not that scary, but they tell like, but D, I woke up so scared. Like I was just terrified, you know? So there's, there's a lot. And really in dream interpretation, it's more about interpreting the dreamer. It's more about the, the dreamer than the dream. Mm. That's how much goes behind it. Actually, uh, that's kind of like astrology as well, because yeah. uh, even though you see chart placements and all that, you really don't know how it's going to manifest because it could be the yin mm -hmm. of the energy or the yang of the energy. Yeah, or uh, you know, and you actually have to, you know, kind of interact with that person sometimes to mm -hmm. figure out where they are at. Right. So I guess that would be something similar, like interpreting a dream. Yeah, you're exactly right. It's more about the energy in front of you than the chart behind them or the dream in their subconscious. So, so let's let's go over some common. Things. All right. What's, 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 what do you what? think is like one of the most common things that people dream about? Being chased. Being chased. I have that one. Being yeah. chased. Wait, wait, wait. Do you have a list of uh, common dreams? I have a, like, I made a list of a how many, few. How many, how many is on that list? Uh, I think I've got like nine or ten. Let me, uh, all right. So uh, I'm going to see if uh, you like games. Sure, I like games. Uh, all right. <laughs> One of my favorite games is Family Feud. So uh, let's see. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. A chase dream. Go ahead with Astrologer you. Family Feud. Go. What you was about to say about the chase dream? Okay. So being chased in a dream. And like I said before, like it, you need other dream symbols to really get to know what your being chased dream means like setting and you know people involved and other stuff you see in the dream but generally being chased represents a form of escapism there's something that you are not facing in your waking life uh you want to get away from it uh you might feel overwhelmed by a project or or work or family, the kids. Um, this dream is showing you that you're running away from something that you really need to face. Uh, and, you know, it's kind of encouraging you to, you know, it's exhausting. Have you had a, a being chased dream before, Paul? Well, Probably, but I don't remember. I, I, told I you mean, I if you, if you can just get on my level a little bit, like if you're dream, it's exhausting being chased in your dream. Like you feel it. You're running in your yeah. dream. You believe you're running in your dream. It's tiring. You're exhausted. You know, maybe at every turn there's something else. You know, you just can't stop running. And you feel overwhelmed. You just don't want to face it. And so the dream is showing you how overwhelmed you feel running away from these problems or these projects or these people and encouraging you to, 
just slow down and face it you know mm -hmm. just take a breath mm -hmm. and when you're ready jump in all right let me see <laughs> Let me see if I can guess another one on that list. All right, ding, ding, Common ding, dream. you got number one, being chased. Let's Common see, dream. next on the list. <laughs> I, I don't I don't have any family here, anything to, you know, uh, give me a suggestion. So uh, <laughs> I, I pretty much falling. Falling would probably- Falling, yes, yeah. that's number one on my list. Ding, ding, ding. Is that like what, 2,500 points? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, falling in your dream represents like major life problems. Uh, you, I'll get into a little bit of wordplay in, in dreams. You might feel like you are falling from grace in a situation. Maybe you're falling out of grace with your boss or your spouse or your child. Um, you might, uh, it could, here's another pun. Uh, you are falling in or out of love. You're falling for somebody. Um, oh, that, that's interesting. You could be falling out of love and falling in love. Uh, you could have both of them have going on at the same time. Yeah, that's oh, wow. true. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I mean, this, the falling, you could be like, for somebody, they might be falling out of a relationship, but for right. somebody else, they might be falling deeper into it. Into, yeah, totally. Okay. I mean, generally speaking, falling dreams, like if you're falling from a great height, represents major life problems. You just feel like you're falling or failing and failing and falling. If you say you know, them 10 times fast, they sound the same, like the same word. You feel like you're just not getting to where you need to be. But then we also have like the wordplay and, you know, falling, falling from grace, falling in and out of love, falling for somebody. Um, you could be falling for a new art project that you're just really into. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a few different ways you could spin that. Huh. All right. Um, drowning. Drowning. I actually do not have that one on my list. Really? I uh, don't. Maybe, maybe that's one of mine came out my subconscious, y'all. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I don't have water on here either, but generally water, here, I'll take you to astrology. What does water represent in astrology? Em emotions. emotions. Yeah, water represents emotions in your dream. And if you are drowning in your dream, then you feel like you are drowning in your emotions. You are drowning in your tears um probably feeling overwhelmed by something consumed by your emotions you're just being pulled further deeper down into i mean i don't know how how far down drowning you are but you know that also would tell another level to the dream all right uh car wreck I don't have car wreck, but I do have driving and cars. I'll take it for five points. <laughs> well, uh, that's two X's I got right there. I only get one more X. <laughs> <laughs> you say driving in cars? Drive like cars generally uh, represent uh, yeah, like cars. driving real fast. Driving really fast. You know, I like you, I you could say that you're speeding through life. You're not stopping to smell the roses. You're going to 
fast, you need to, you know, slow it down. Cars generally represent control and your feeling of control over a situation or over your life. Um, if, if it's a, if it's a smooth road, like, you know, it's just, you know, smooth sailing that it, that's indicate, indicative. I have a hard trap, hard time with that word. Um, you know, you're, you're coasting through life smooth road represents like you know things are easy breezy lemon squeezy right now <laughs> uh if you're like chaotic driving you, or you know you you feel like the car is out of control there's a lot of people who have like runaway car dreams uh you you might feel like out of control uh in some waking aspect of your life um yeah you know the steering wheel is not doing what you're telling it the the speed is not doing what you're telling it and it's it's just running amok so you feel like you're 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 struggling with your control and you're trying to regain control but you are chaotic right now um if you're like a passenger instead of driving the car mm -hmm. Uh, it represents like you're taking a more passive role in some aspect of your waking life. You're you're letting someone else take the wheel, and you're you're along for the ride. But uh, you know, you just want to see the landscape <laughs> in the background while uh -huh. someone else takes the responsibility. All right. How about being late? for work oh being late that was one that was one that i considered putting on my list but i just i've never had a client who you know it's just not a common one for me to interpret so i left it off but that was on, on my radar <laughs> well uh um, i think i think i'm gonna let that be my last guess because i think i'm starting to expose myself <laughs> with these dreams of drowning and being I don't want late. people to be looking inside my subconscious <laughs> <laughs> all right well you got a girlfriend right yes she ever wake up mad at you you cheated on me in my dreams I'm just mad at you like oh I can't believe you cheated on me yeah. in my dream <laughs> Uh, that's that's a, that's a really common one. Um, dreaming that somebody's cheating on you, uh, it represents like you you feel like there's they're not cheating on you, and maybe they are. Like it's very rare that they're actually cheating on you, but it, it's usually that you feel like they're spending too much time not on you. Like you feel neglected or unimportant like they started this new job or they started hanging out with this new friend or started this new project and oh they're just spending so much time on this other project and not me I'm feeling neglected and or lonely a little bit you know very rarely does it mean that they're actually cheating <laughs> oh all right all right <laughs> <laughs> I, I and I'm pretty sure some of you people who've had that dream that's uh comforting to hear for y'all <laughs> well 
What else you got on your list there? Another one that I really want to talk about uh, is your teeth falling out. Have you ever had a teeth falling out dream? Mm, I can't recall. Uh, that's a really common one for... Is is teeth falling out and somebody knocking your teeth out kind of the same thing? or is that... You're losing. If you are losing teeth in okay. your dream, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another level like if someone is knocking your teeth out that's another <laughs> another symbol that i would have to go into to okay. interpret but let's let's stick to just your teeth falling out okay um a lot of times uh people will have a dream where they have a tooth fall out after the death of a loved one um I'll get into some astrology with you. Capricorn represents what? Um, the bones. Uh, bones. Saturn. Saturn. Your, your teeth are bones. They're yeah. Yeah. exposed bones. They make up the structure of, you know, I, I, and your bones make up the structure of your whole body and your teeth are part of that structure too. Uh, to lose someone so close to your family structure is devastating. You're 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 missing a tooth. Your your smile changes. You you're not a different person. There's you know something missing from your structure. Um, it can also represent. I like that smile. Your smile change uh, reference. I like that. Yeah, like you because like, because if once somebody I'm th- when you said that I'm thinking about somebody losing a tooth and they they kind of try to not smile as much because they don't mm-hmm. want people to see that tooth missing like that. Right, and and even if they do give you the full grin smile, you can see obviously where their tooth is missing, and you know when someone loses a loved one, like you can obviously see that hurt, you know. Yeah. Um. It, but it doesn't have to represent the death of a loved one because, like, some I've heard of some people having this dream like before the death of a loved one, and then it happened too. Um, but it doesn't have to mean that, so don't get too worried. Uh, it can also represent broken relationships. Um, just if you know, if you have a really close friend or you know, someone who who is you know part of your structure, maybe maybe it's not a bloodline, DNA shared family structure, but if you have like a very close relationship with someone and you fall out with them, uh, it can it you might have dreams about a, a tooth being missing, tooth falling out. Um, it represents instability and just um just feeling like you don't have a foot to stand on. Hmm. Did you, do you, does that go for like getting a bone broken in a in a dream as well? Uh, is that something different? Because uh, you know, I was just thinking about the whole bone thing and structure thing. Uh, I guess I guess it would depend on like what part of the body what. Usually you would interpret like your leg or your arm, you, but yeah, I guess you could add that level of feeling like, you know, that person was my leg. <laughs> yeah. Or, or right hand man, you know, right. Um, there's also dreams about like 
like all of your teeth falling out. I've had clients tell me like, it was just, you know, they were in just little shards. They were everywhere and I couldn't put them back in. Um, and that, I won't say, I won't say any names, but that person was like having a falling out with their whole family and just feeling disconnected from the whole group, just feeling like their whole, um, uh, their whole structure was just disintegrating into little tiny shards of teeth. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you're, start, you're not, I'm starting to see what you mean by, uh, symbolism. Mm-hmm. You really got to get into symbolism with dream interpretation. Right. And, you know, even so, like, these, this person didn't uh, lose these people to death. They felt like I lost these people. They're not in my life anymore. I just feel like my whole structure has just collapsed and my whole smile is gone. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. What other uh, ones you have on your list? All right. Being naked. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say that one. Like, uh, <laughs> like on the stage. Uh, That's a really, really, really common one. <laughs> what, this, uh, naked on the stage? You're feeling naked. You're feeling vulnerable. You're feeling exposed. You're feeling anxious. Like maybe you got a promotion or a new job and you're like just coming into public view and you just feel like, oh, so exposed and naked and vulnerable and everyone's looking at me and that those kinds of anxiety feelings. All right. What's the next dream? Okay, so pregnancy dreams. Um, expectant mothers often have pregnancy dreams. Um, and they're actually pregnant, and that's, you know, kind of falls right in line with their waking life. But sometimes men have dreams that they're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, dreaming of pregnancy, even for females that are not pregnant, but dream that they're pregnant, either way, male or female, to dream that you're pregnant, it means that you are starting a new creative project, like you have a new idea, you're embarking on a new journey, uh, you're about to make a big commitment to this new uh, goal in your life it's it's like a little it's like you know often people who uh, you know make art or make music like or have a business like that business is their baby that's they grew it from the ground up so you are embarking on some new journey you're expecting big things from this new endeavor uh-huh. um What's your next dream? Let me see. Oh, okay. Let's, uh, death and dying is a common dream. And these are, you know, I get clients who are like, they're scared. I I dreamt that my grandma died or I dreamt that my auntie died or, you know, something, you know, these are like real scary dreams, but 
Let's see. To dream of death. Uh, I can't can admit to having a couple of those and waking up right before that. Or, yeah, like you dream that you're dying. Yeah, or like something about to happen to me and I wake up right before. Right, right. Like I'm about to die. Better yeah. wake up. <laughs> yeah. So to dream that you're dying um, or to dream of death or dying, it means, it means the end of something. It means that mm. something is, is being terminated. Something is, um, you know, you're, you're putting, you're putting something to bed. You know, when people die, we say that may they rest in peace. So you're putting something to bed. You're done with it. It's over. Uh, it, it could be something that you know you were you're really sad is ending too. Um, you don't want it to be over, but it, it's it's over. It's done. Um, it's also um, giving you encouragement um, encouragement to start fresh. To you know put this old dead dying thing down and begin anew. And you know um, go out into the world again. I bet, I bet a lot of people are having that dream right about now in these times with uh, being let off jobs and and uh, yes, and I, yes. I, I'm pretty. I'm. I, I wouldn't doubt if you had a surge of them them clients and yeah. Uh, it could also be like a part of you is dying you know like i feel like this part of me is dead like you know i was this person in my career and now that's over i'm not that person anymore huh i bet you you know that also that dream do you get that dream with um a lot of empty nesters uh, I, I can't say that I have done an interpretation for an empty nester yet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I could see that. Where, um, so, like, yeah, like dreaming that your mother is dying. Like, you could say well, that, like, well, well, I, I'm that well, the mothering well, part of me is, is, yeah, is yeah. done, you like know? Like, kid, your kids are going off to college and all that stuff, and now the house is empty, and now yeah. you're not that needed mother anymore. And right. Like, what are you? You know, yeah, like that part of you, you know, they, I mean, that part of being a mother is never done, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or being a father is never done, but you know, the parent might feel like, oh, I'm done with, I'm, you know, that part of me is I'm, I'm dying because, you know, that my kids, I don't have to, they're gone, they're ta- taking care of themselves now, they don't have to provide for them anymore and that's you know a level of you know mothering that you know you when you're leveling up you got to leave the last level behind i like to level up (laughs) (laughs) right that's what we want what other dreams you got down there so another one i have is test taking and and usually this is a you know the person who's having this dream is somewhat of a perfectionist and they're feeling stressed or under pressure um you know like maybe at their in in their work or or at home they're feeling pressure to perform pressure to get things right 
pressure to um, stay alert and what have you. Um, it's mostly a stress dream. Like you feel like I need to know this knowledge or skill and I feel pressure to know it. Uh, and the last one that I have on my list is flying. Flying, flying is a really common dream. All right. Um, and th- this one's kind of like I think it's kind of a happy dream. Like you're you're flying, you feel free, you're free spirit, you're you're light. You feel uh, it could be a pun on feeling above it all. Um, you, you're not being dragged down. You're not being weighted down by something uh it could also be like encouraging you to let go of something or to rise above a situation um yeah to show you how how freeing it can be to let go of something you you know like we hold on to so many things that are not necessary and that are holding us down or holding us back and uh these kinds of dreams can show us how freeing that can feel let Um, let your let your freak flag fly that's right we need to be ourselves and which which actually which actually gets to what uranus retrograde right now right kind of all about (laughs) so so, all right. Uh, there's one other dream that I want to ask you about. Okay. About seeing numbers and winning the lottery. Oh, seeing numbers. So, so if I see numbers, <laughs> should I go play them numbers? Or, uh, or, <laughs> or not necessarily. <laughs> I mean, I have had some people have some. I mean not lottery related but i have had some people have really prophetic dreams i have one client who likes half of his dreams are prophetic dreams uh so it's funny that you should say that should i play these numbers because i mean for this specific person like the numbers meant something but it it didn't necessarily mean what he thought it meant (laughs) all right all right i mean you know some people they see numbers and they think oh go play the lottery Right. Uh, So, like, I'm not, I don't know if you know a whole lot about numerology, but every... I've I've looked and, you know. Yeah, I've dabbled a little bit, and I know that each each planet uh, is assigned to a number. Like, I think one is the sun, and two is the moon. Mm -hmm. And then from there... Uh, I really don't know. I think a nine is Mars and uh, I think four is Uranus. Um, But if you want to look at it that way, you could say that like, like if you're dreaming about the number one showing up a lot, like there could be puns on like, I'm number one, I'm the sun, I'm the greatest, I am shining right now. I am, you know, like I'm owning this, time like I'm being me I'm you know I'm number one um if you dream about like number two it could be like more lunar related more emotional like more nurturing more motherly um I I don't know all that much about numerology but I think that it plays a lot into a dream and that that's something that I would even 
like use a dream dictionary for if a certain number popped up in a client's dream just to be sure i don't want to give them any wrong information you know even we use dictionaries yeah all right so from talking to you what i what did i get out of this conversation what did you get out of it let's hear it number one don't take your dreams literally right don't take your dreams literally that's pretty important uh Uh, especially with the death and dying dreams like the clients coming to me like in a in just so distraught and scared and you know worried like is this family member gonna die like no they're i mean eventually we're all gonna die so yes but no it doesn't mean they're gonna die soon um all right we gotta we gotta look we gotta dig deeper the second thing i'm taking is that you need to put the symbolism together like a puzzle yes dream yes and a cat doesn't mean a physical cat it can mean catty yeah or uh, wordplay plays a lot into it too yeah or uh being you know a knife and and a bat means you you or somebody might be stabbing you in the back yeah it, it's a lot of phrases that we use in our waking life will you know that game of, you know that game what was that game called pictionary when people pictionary draw? yeah yes kind of, it's very much like pictionary like uh, i mean if however you want to see it your ancestors your spirit guides your subconscious mind speaking to you like it has a way of speaking to you and it can i mean it doesn't use plain english it uses like pictures and memories and symbols to speak to us uh, another thing that I take from it is the dream you having now is uh, pointing to your emotional state at the moment. Right. Most of the time, Most that's the what time. it is. Mm-hmm. Your true, your true emotional state. Uh, yes, something. like a lot of times we hide our own feelings from ourselves but they can only be hidden for so long before your subconscious mind gets upset and like hey you're sad (laughs) time to deal with it or you're angry or you know whatever it is that you're not facing so uh it's really important to start trying to keep track of your dreams because it lets you know your emotional state. It's it's a it's a signal to yes. you are emotionally and things that are going on with you. Yeah, it's sort of like um a temperature. You know, you gotta check your temperature, see if you're doing well you got to take your emotional temperatures make sure everything's going right inside your heart and mind all right one way we could uh start training ourselves is uh quick and easy drink five glasses of water drink enough water too that's too much (laughs) you have to wake up and go to the bathroom 
Yeah, that's um, a quick way. Before we get out of here, I want you to tell everybody about your calendar. All right. My calendar, my 2020 astrological calendar, the sun's journey through the signs of the zodiac. Now, your calendar is not like a regular calendar. It doesn't. Like, it is not your normal. First doesn't. Cookie cutter calendar. Yeah. It is unique and well, amazing. What is unique about your calendar? What? So, you know, most calendars, they go January through December. Uh, and my calendar goes Aries through Pisces. Um, so your calendar is sign-based? Yes, sign-based. No, sign. Uh, oh. Sun no. sign-based. Sun, sure. Oh, sun sign. We'll go. We'll go both. It, okay. You know, it's it's the, the sun's journey through all of these signs. Uh, it's how, you know, um, astrology was founded in ancient Mesopotamia, as so the story goes. Uh, and they needed a way to chart the year. And the best way to do that was by the seasons and, you know, to chart the night sky and to find out. Um, you know, when's the best time to plant crops, harvest crops, uh, store crops? A lot of it revolved around crops. <laughs> well, well, the bigger picture of that is survival. Right. And hey, we, we there's not man-made calendars back then. So, you know, they needed a way to... to figure out the year and plan for the year. And, and they did that by tracking the movement of the planets and the sun in the sky. All right. Um, so my, I mean, I didn't know this when I created it. I was just curious to see what an astrological year would look like. Cause you know, um, you know, the sign of Aries is over, the end of March, beginning of April, that straddles two months. So, you know, I was curious to see what, you know, what if I made a calendar that focused on the zodiac signs instead of, you know, the Gregorian calendar that everybody uses today instead. Um, so, yeah, I was curious about that and I just did it and then got into the history of calendars and now. I'm that person who knows way too much about calendars. <laughs> what have uh, what have you noticed differently using that tracking the year with that calendar than using a regular regular calendar? Well, I mean, it's it's different than using a regular calendar, sure, but I mean, it's still just a calendar. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, but is there any any subtle nuance that you kind of so like the way i like to use it is uh i like to look back like maybe not when the whole year is over but maybe mm -hmm. at, over a few months and say like oh you know in in virgo season i had a lot of doctor's appointments or <laughs> or you know i i did a lot of uh networking and socializing oh and, and that was and i and or, you was, know like you know how you mark like events like weddings or funerals and or birthday would, parties would that actually go with uh the house that is transiting in your chart yeah i suppose i mean for my chart 
well, my saying, chart you, my you, chart starts with Aries, so it's like kind of a natural chart. Like yeah. You, like yeah, but I'm saying astrological world. But, but I'm saying, do you notice like during Gemini season, you're doing more Gemini stuff that's going? On? Yeah, like I kind of noticed certain stuff like that. Like I'm doing more more cancer related thing you know i'm hanging out with family by the pool in cancer season or you know taking a family trip for summer vacation or um you know in leo i you know it's leo season right now and i'm shining on your podcast i finally decided to uh, get out there and (laughs) with with mars in your first house yeah, Mars right on my ascendant wow. right now. <laughs> I'm ready. To I have take a question action. for you. I got a question for you. As an astrologer, how, how do you keep up with your personal trends? Do you look at them every day? Uh, I used to look at them religiously like every day, like sometimes multiple times a day, and uh, I don't do it as much anymore. But I, I at least look once a week, and usually like a few times a week. Like, you know, I want to see what the planets are doing and how they're gonna mess my life up today. <laughs> do you, do you uh, ever mark that stuff like pre-mark it on your calendar? Uh, yeah, that's probably something that I should do more of. Uh, and something that I have also thought about putting on my calendar right now. Um, so sometimes, to answer your question, sometimes uh, I, in, in future years, I'd like to add, you know, more more of that printed on the calendar too. Well, like transits and stuff like that. Yeah, I think it would be interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know to put on there like when when you know uh, Neptune is gonna change into the next sign or you know stuff like that no okay okay uh so like right now on the calendar i have like full full moon and new moon dates and you know all of the um all the national holidays and you know anything you can pull up on your iphone calendar is on my calendar (laughs) all right so uh d uh how could people get your calendar get a dream interpretation from you or astrology Okay, well, I'm on Instagram at D33Universe. Just send me a comment or DM me if you prefer to speak privately. Um, I'm also, I have an email address at D33B0H at gmail.com. And I'm also on Twitter at, at D33B0H. All right. And any way you want to contact me is fine with me. All right. Is there any last words that you have for the people? Uh, I guess my my main thing to tell people is to, uh, I know how scary and disturbing dreams can be at times, but it usually does not mean what you think it means. And it's usually not going to be as scary as you think it is. So take a deep breath and consult a dream dictionary and call me if you need help interpreting and putting the puzzle pieces together because I love that sh- stuff. <laughs> all right. all right. it's, it's all right. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Dee, for joining me. 
Well, thank you for having me on. It was a lot of fun. All right. And I want, I want to thank everybody for joining me for episode number 19, Dream State. Don't forget my uh, friend Dave with Roll Ready uh, Oil Change. And don't forget Pizza Hut, $9.99, three topping. And uh, thank you, D, again. And thank everybody, you. everybody know how I end this. Know thyself and balance your energy. And I just ran out of weed. This blood today, the doctor told me that's what my system needs. Capital is on calm, so I maintain and keep my composure. Nothing in the world compares to a hit that loser. Pinks and blunts, pipes and bones. Pick up and smokes any way I can get it. It's my last in dollars. Should I eat or should I smoke? I tell you, this is one hard decision. So I brace it up, slid it up, light it up, roll it up. Fuck the Yankee stick, you got my mind playing trick on me. This by weed just be straight to the bone. Got me moving through the air like a healing balloon. And it's like green, tastes like candy. It's on from there, cause the day is jump start. Oh, he smokes a lot. Motherfucker, you bought it off these nicks, dimes and dubs. Everybody on the streets know that I show love. So what you smoking on? I buy my bars, buy the box. When I twist it, I gotta fill it to the top. Smoke till the cherry stop. Then light another one. With smoke all day, I just till the box is done.